So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I am Matt, and this is week four of our continuing coverage of Halloween Horror Nights 28. Joining me tonight from the Grim, set up with an M, Grinning Host podcast is Hunter. Hey, my man. Nice uh, that you've had me back. Yeah, I thought you were going to say nice I got the name right this time. Well, that too. I mean, that's great too, but more importantly, it's a pleasure to be back. Oh, cool. Once again. Well, thank you for being here, and we're not alone. We also have co-host of the show and from Haunt Scene, Johnny Bronto. Hey, what's up, everybody? Sorry for my absence. I've been I've been doing non-HHN things. You've been, yeah, you have been non-stop since Haunt Scene. Uh, the, yeah, the Haunt uh, season has started. It's been crazy. Yeah. To, it's been tiring watching you, actually. Yeah, I get two weeks of Horror Nights, and then after that, it's uh, every Friday and Saturday, or even Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm out doing something else, and then trying to sprinkle as much Horror Nights back in there as much as I can. Nice. Okay, so, tonight's episode, we're about to start Hell Weeks at Halloween Horror Nights, and there's going to be a lot of postings and complaints about crowds, wait times, teenagers, Hunter's too tall, I can't see anything in front of him. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's a very real problem. <laughs> Who People knows? are like, oh no, we we can't go behind you. You'll take away. Everything. Right. But then I, you know, I push it as a promoter. I'm like, hey, you can't see anything coming. Mm. You know. So that's we'll true. see. Could There's be a pros plus. And cons. Could be a plus. God knows what kind of weather we're going to get with this hurricane is going to pass us up up north. So I was thinking about what could we do to start off what is going to be a. a little bit of a trying time for a lot of halloween horror nights regulars to go in to this part of the season with a positive attitude or at least start off positive maybe you can't change everyone's attitude but let's start off the week with a little a little fun that's the kind of phrase i'm looking for and i thought one way to make sure we have a upbeat fun conversation why don't we do a top five list of our five favorite things, whatever they may be, things we've seen, things we've experienced, things we've heard, things we've recollected on about Halloween Horror Nights 28 so far. And I figured with the group that we have, with uh, Hunter, Johnny, and myself, it should be a fun conversation, maybe even a few laughs in there. I think a good way to kick off the really, really, really busy time of Halloween Horror Nights. Absolutely. There's, I've already, you know, in just the few weeks that the event's been open, have pretty easily put together a top five. I actually had a top 10 and kind of had to narrow it down. So <laughs> wow, pretty excited to get into this. Okay, cool. Well, I'll kick it off since it was my idea. And I am going to say that this episode might be a little spoilery, if that's a word. There's a couple of things I have to mention in order to tell the story, but I don't think I'm mentioning anything that people aren't expecting to see or are already no is there 
So I did want to give that warning just in case, because my first one starts off with a spoiler if you don't know about it, but I think people are expecting to see this even whether they know it's there or not. And it's actually, Johnny was with me when this happened. It was the opening night of the event, Halloween Horror Nights 28. Johnny and I were there on the, uh, we're doing a tour through the park for the media event. We're probably very likely looking down at our phones in between things like you do on that first night. We're over by Transformers. I happened to look up. And for the first time, not only that, well, for the season, of course, but that night, I see the Killer Clowns from Outer Space Shadow Puppet Show on that building and just about lost my shit and went, Johnny, look, it's the Shadow Puppets. Yeah. I, I, the first time I actually saw that, I believe it was with the Dancing Woman hand puppet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my goodness, they're doing it. And then they transitioned into like the T-Rex one. I'm yeah. like, ah, this is the best yeah. thing. Oh my god, that was amazing! That was super cool to see. Yeah, so that was that was that really started off uh, a, a long and ongoing love affair with that scare zone, which is a topic for another conversation uh, for another episode. But that was so cool. Happening to look to look up right when I did and see that, and be able to stop for a moment from that distance and watch it. So that's my number five, um, Johnny. Why don't you share your number five next? Oh, man. So, yeah, he said top 10, and I'm trying to add things to my oh, no. list. <laughs> no, no. I've got bonus things. Right, we can do honorable out. mentions. That's not a problem. <laughs> let's go. Uh, yeah, we'll do honorable mentions. All right, so top five list. These Some of these are, like, completely selfish. Sure. No, that's, um, that's not would, a problem. <laughs> are we counting up or down? Like, do I have to give, like, does it matter? It well, you know what? Mine, I'm I've labeled them five to one, but I don't even think that's really the order. I think gotcha. they're just all five really cool things that I've enjoyed okay. this year. All right, so I, I will probably say uh, to start this off, I think one of the most fun things that I've had, and also terrifying, was getting lost in Poltergeist. Um, <laughs> I uh, I went into Poltergeist, and you know that first house you do when you do sand scream, your eyes have not adjusted, and when it got to the part where it's like the uh, where it's all black and it's got like the figures there and little tubes. I got completely lost and I got completely lost to the, to the point of where I was panicking and I'm pretty sure I ended up behind everything. Like I ended up behind like in like the behind the curtain and the stage and everything oh like that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrifying and I had to stop for a moment and just kind of visualize. I'm like, all right, how did I get lost? And then finally I felt my way around back into where I needed to be. But for about the span of 60 seconds, I was wandering around in the dark, completely upended in uh, Poltergeist. So, yeah, that was a good moment. Um, you know, they sometimes they say, well, Horror Nights isn't scary. That was scary. Yeah, that is, yeah. And you probably <laughs> had one of the most unique runs through that house now. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I thankfully, I didn't have to have, like, you know, like the, actors or the or stage people it's just kind of me being lost on my on my lonesome so if you know nobody ever finds out about it it'll be fine uh but yeah that was uh that was absolutely terrifying and you know what's weird is i don't know if i'm losing my touch or anything like that but i've gotten lost in so many haunted houses this year oh my god (laughs) i mean i don't know if i'm just losing my edge here but uh but yeah when we're talking about uh screamageddon on the show tomorrow yeah i i I, I I've just been getting lost this year. So <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear yeah. that story. <laughs> but that's uh that's a good uh that's a good place to start for me. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, Hunter, what do you got for us? 
So for number five for me, I maybe maybe I'm too straight laced, but I did put mine in order. Maybe okay. <laughs> I enjoy the you know the chase of the top five. But for me, I'm gonna take you guys back a little bit. Take you back to Halloween Horror Nights 25, which was actually, you know, for I consider myself moderately knowledgeable on the event, but believe it or not, that was actually my first year going. So oh, not wow. that okay. long ago. However, 25, we were introduced to the true Halloween Horror Nights icon that year. And I'm not talking about Jack the Clown. I'm talking about the dancing bear in the scary tale <laughs> <Okay>. section <laughs> of <laughs> it's all coming together <laughs> now. Yep. <laughs> so number five for me is he didn't do it the first weekend. But that second weekend, that bear learned yet again how to boogie and going through and chanting bear, bear, bear and watching him, you know, get his boogie on again. That that the dancing bear for me, as simple as it might be, just seeing the return of HHN bear number five. And I love where they put him. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody, but. I love where they put him. We got a good performance from him last night, me and my friend Nick. Yeah, that's that is a a well worth uh, a well welcomed return of Even that my character. My favorite Halloween Horror Nights icon. Yes, there you go. Yep. <laughs> okay, for my next one, which I will call number four. This was again. This was first night. Wow. But, it's fun. Well, that's such a. I got blown away by so many things. I have a lot of first night things, but the, this one is like one of these ones where I normally wouldn't tell people I was this stupid. But since we're doing a show and trying to make people laugh, I'll go ahead and tell this story. First run through Carnival Graveyard, I get to the first one that I knew of. Get the guest activated trigger, which is stands out. Well, it stands out like a giant glowing red button because that's what it is. I hit it and immediately get sprayed in the legs with some water. And I'm thinking that was probably the trigger, but I want to make sure. So I hit it again. I get sprayed again. I was like, well, I don't know. That was a little delay. Let me try again. So I hit it a third time. And now my socks are soaking into my shoes all because I just couldn't seem to decide whether or not that was, (laughs) I was actually spraying myself with water repeatedly in carnival graveyard, but I was. But I was. I, I, I'm happy to say I learned my lesson, and now I reach behind me as I walk by to make sure I nail the guy that's following me through that part of the house. That's such a good guest-activated trigger, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I can't, you know, I, as evil as I am, I constantly just hammer on that thing, especially when people I don't know are behind me. Right. And just hope they don't put two and two together. <laughs> There's a green button in Slaughter Cinema in Amazon women from the moon or whatever it's called has anyone figured out if that is doing anything and if so what it's doing not yet okay i don't think it does i thought in amazon cannibals from planet That's hell it, it I, was actually yeah. like the <laughs> boy did i get that name wrong <laughs> amazon women from planet moon yeah. um no, I actually thought, you know, that handprint that's like in the spaceship before you go in. I thought for yes. sure that would be fine, but it's not. Yeah, okay. All right. I was just curious because I've been pressing it and trying to like keep my ears and eyes open and nothing seems to be happening. Okay. Anyway, enough of we'll do a GAD episode later if we end up finding more. Probably not. But uh, Johnny, you're up. What do you got next? Oh, what's next? Uh, you know what I have? I went last night and I've always been meaning to go super late. And so I didn't even show up last night until 1130 p.m. And I know some people get there like super early, like 1130 a.m. Yeah, but right. no, I was there pretty late and I did like two houses. I did uh, 
oh god i did uh, stranger things and i did uh carnival graveyard but i sat there for two hours and i watched the yellow monkey and i believe that is a new acquaintance of mine ian wolf gonzalez who we took a really good uh vamp 85 picture of but yeah he was the yellow monkey and he was just nailing people and it really was a throwback to where i would sit on a bench and i would watch people get the last uh chainsaw guy out the door at where jaws was and it was like it was they should have just had bleachers because that was a fun night you know very low impact watching the yellow monkey speaking of ian and the picture you took of him from vamp 85 and Hunter, you might have seen this. And Johnny, I don't know what kind of Star Wars fan you are, but because of that filter you put on there, I saw the one of the symbols from Boba Fett's armor on there. The Clear Mandalorian as, symbol? Yeah. And I am mm-hmm. dying to know the story of who decided to put that on there because mm-hmm. I never noticed it before. That filter you put on it put a, put a big spotlight on it. I was like, ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, I have to, I use a an app called Artisto, and whenever I take a picture that's not that great, it sometimes it kind of cleans it up yeah, a right. little bit. I got you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's got that uh, got that kind of like feather type thing. That's like playing day, but man, that picture, uh, Melissa took that actually. Oh, cool. It it it, uh, it turned out super badass. Nice. Yeah, nice. we're killing it on Instagram this year. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. That's really cool to see. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Hunter, what's next? Well, I'm sorry, you're official number four since you, you you're the one that followed the rules. Four. That's right. I've got I've got all this ranked in a very particular order. Number four for me. If you're very, very lucky and you hit that little alleyway next to Transformers, right alongside the lagoon, you might hear the greatest song of all time <laughs> playing. And by that, yeah. I'm talking the killer clowns from outer space by punk band the Dickies. And if you're really lucky. If you hit it at just the right moment, the red haired clown, I believe his name's Magori. You can correct me on that. If you want to find me on Twitter at Honbrolo 77, he goes all out every single time that theme song comes on. He lip syncs his heart out. I've seen him play air guitar. I've seen him mosh to this song. It's really the highlight of my entire evening. Every time I've seen it. And personally, I just hope he does this every single version because it's, it's so good. I never want to see a clown not singing the killer clowns from outer space. I actually want to see them do a flash mob with all the clowns <laughs> with like a routine and everything like that. I haven't got it yet, but who knows what will happen by events. And so number four for me are the clowns singing the, well, they're killer clowns from outer space. Theme. I think, and I could be wrong because I don't know their names, but I think that one's name is Rudy. There's actually there's two that are pretty comparable. Okay, I thought Magori had like the the spiked eyes, and Rudy had not spiked eyes. As silly as that sounds, <laughs> I, 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 I might saying, have yeah. them flip. Yeah, I think Magori is the one that's kind of like on the poster and the cover art, mm-hmm. um, and that's where he he's got his notoriety. But you know, it, it doesn't really matter. You'll know who I'm talking about when you see him in the zone because he is going ham on that baseball bat, singing yeah. into it like Whitney Houston wishes she could yeah. or could have, rather. <laughs> I'm making that statement because Rudy got the credit for doing the uh, lip syncing performance when the the um, uh, what's Chiodo brothers were there. You know what? Weekend. They're the experts on this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give them credit on that. Gotcha. If they say it's Rudy, then by God, it's Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I follow you on that one. 
Good. Yeah, that that is that is becoming and I just I said it in my opening statement. I mean, that is becoming I'm having a long love affair with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is a zone I was very happy to see. I was I think I was more happy that Creative finally got to do it than the fact that it was going to be there. But I that is completely flipped now. I'm still happy for Creative, but I'm more happy to experience that over and over and over again. And with my sister being a huge fan of that movie, I'm very excited for her to see that this week. I just, I feel so bad for all the other zones because <laughs> Killer Clowns is killing it this year. Yeah. Pun intended. Um, but just, they're they're awesome. I've seen Shorty and Joe get into a fight over the cotton candy. I've seen the singing with the theme song. I've seen the one actually do, you know, in the film where he goes outside and he moves like the audio animatronic in front of the store shop. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do that. There's so much good stuff in this zone. The interactions are great. Killer Clowns is Killer Clowns is the place to hang out if you get a little bit of time. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. So I apologize for not being able to give this Twitter user the proper credit. But he had posted an HHN28 story in four pictures, and it was of the the uh, balloon dog popping. It was hilariously sad. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, <laughs> that was that fun. was great. That was actually posted by things underscore Orlando. Oh, okay. Uh, His name's Caleb. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Thank you, man. You're on it. Well, I retweeted it like (laughs) three hours ago. So I just popped that up real quick. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. Next up for me at number three, this was, it's one of those things where at first it's like, eh, okay, I can deal with it. Then it's like, oh my God, this sucks. Then it got to be so long that like this is hilarious because of how maddening it is. Dead exposure, going through the very first area of it, I'll call it the monkey room. We got stuck in it. That is a place, like I said, when you're stuck in it for 30 seconds, it'll start driving you crazy. After a minute, it's like, it's actually funny how being stuck in that with the noise and the once your eyes adjust in that room and you really take a good look at what's going on, it was actually a really fun experience by the time it was over. So, and it was a whole range of emotions. It's like, ah, let's get moving. I want to see the rest of the house. And it's like, oh my God, this is so annoying. And it's driving me crazy too. Oh my God. This is like the best moment (laughs) I am having tonight right now, looking and listening at everything. So getting stuck in the monkey room of dead exposure and anyone that hasn't been in it yet, when you go through it once and you hear that sound, you'll know where my roller coaster of emotions are coming from pretty easily. It's not something you can really have to stretch your imagination to uh, to figure out how that felt. Nice. That uh, that scare got me so good the first night. Mm. The one where you know you come around that corner and the it looks like three of the monkeys slam against the glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was just right, like yeah. looking in there. I'm like, hey, what's going on in there? And apparently whoever was watching me was like, Haha, look at this dumbass and just popped me and I shot across the room. I hope I gave him the reaction he was looking for. That's that one. That That is a late scare for me, like a late in the season scare. I I saw I could always see something had just happened a very uh, quite a few times going there. It wasn't until I'd say my past two or three visits to HHN that I finally got to see that scare, which is really awesome. So uh, and that actually makes going multiple nights fun, seeing things you hadn't seen before. But that was a late late addition to me for for a house that I've been to every time I visited. Yeah, it's uh, dead exposure is one where I'm still kind of figuring out where it's going to end up. Yeah. But I just I have a blast every time I go through it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I love it. All right, Johnny, what's up next for you? Uh, 
This one is purely selfish. Purely selfish. So it kind of starts off, and this is going to be a run, running theme here, and it's got three related things. Uh, I went to the Q&A last session, the, the last session oh, last Sunday. Right. And it was Dylan and, uh, and um, I, I forget the other two people's names. I'm sorry. I just know Dylan Koloth and Dar Koloth. Sorry. And he comes out, and he's got his lanyard on, and he's got a haunt scene button on. And I had given Nate Mitchell and a couple of the other people, I just gave him a bunch of buttons. It's like, here, you know, pass these along, whatever. But, you know, Dylan's been rocking the freaking OG haunt scene button like the whole time. <laughs> uh, so that's really cool. Um, so that's purely selfish to see people that are involved with the event uh, representing something that I love to do. It definitely gives me a little bump. Uh, I also gave, uh, you were there when I gave a big like 30 buttons to Academy of Villains. Oh, yeah, they, po- yeah. they posted a bunch of pictures with, you know, them rocking the buttons and stuff like that. It was really cool. And then, um, was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. Wednesday, I saw Aaron, uh, Nicole Klein, a.k.a. Chance, uh, walking around. And, uh, you know, we got to talk to her. She's like a stage manager for uh, for the Chucky Scare Zone. And uh, I gave her a button, and she put it right on her lanyard. And that was really cool. So I will admit uh see being able to see something that i love to do represented within the event that's definitely one of my top five moments uh for this year i think that i think i'm gonna get sappy for the other two because some of them are (laughs) are you know like like it's i don't know it's uh i don't know just means a lot to me yeah no i I get it i i completely get it absolutely and you've worked hard to get that that representation at the at the event. So I'm happy for you. Yeah. So that's, that's going, that's going really good. Nice. That's going really good. All right. So that's it. That's okay. it. That's all I got for this one. All right. what you got Hunter? Number three for me was one that I, I kind of flipped around a little bit. Cause initially I was going to talk about how good it felt to exit, stay and scream opening night mm. in line for stranger things and just be like, ah, the seasons here. Yes, this is what I've waited all year for. This is what I've talked all my significant others ear off about. This is what I've blown <laughs> up Twitter about for eight months. Finally vindicated. But, you know, as good as that first run was, what I actually want to talk about is still Stranger Things, but I want to talk about my second run through. And my number three moment is actually a perfect time to walk through through the beginning, um, you know, Matt, you said we were going to get into slight spoilers, but Stranger Things, the maze actually opens with a cold open, just like the TV series does. You have the kind of that introductory scene and then it goes into the main title sequence. It was super cool to go into that cold open scene, which has a great guest activated trigger, by the way, touch the elevator button and then turn the corner and hear that Stranger Things music start yeah. to play. Look up and the Stranger Things logo had just finished forming together. And just hearing the music pumping and looking at that now, it's strange to talk about something that released less than five years ago and call it a classic, but that classic iconography of the title sequence and everything all together. You know, I was kind of vocal about Stranger Things coming and it's become one of my top five mazes this year. And every time I have a blast in it, but seeing everything come together in those opening moments really set the mood for that evening for me and especially that maze. So that's got to be my number three nice 
I have to go through that more. I've only been through it, I think, three times this year. Yeah, I've only been through it twice. And yeah. uh, when we went through it on the media night, that little title screen wasn't even up. No. So when I went through it last night for the second time this season, I got to see that. And I, and I feel you. I really feel you, man, because that was just kind of it really hits you when you see that that uh, the Stranger Things screen pop up like on the TV show. Yeah, that's a shiver up the spine moment. Yeah. If you uh, are a fan of the show. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just, it's, I don't know why I don't go to it. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, the, the line is always long, but the, I've, the express pass is, 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 is a shortcut, not as short as the others. I don't know why I've not gone to it, but again, my, my weeks start, my, my, I'm not gonna say my, per- I just realized I dissed every single one of my friends across the country when I said my personal hell week start, but my, my friends are starting to come this week. So I'll definitely be going to everything each time they're here. So I'll get plenty plenty of revisits to it so i'm looking forward to that so cool all right um man this is i i've been making notes as we go along and i think i'm gonna leave my the stuff i've been jotting down as honorable mentions and stick with my list and say that my number two and it's dead exposure again there's gonna be a lot of dead exposure even in my honorable mentions dead exposure again now if i said where and what and what's going on this gives away a scare so i'm i'm going to preface this by saying uh, i'm not going to give away what the scare is but i will tell you that this character normally is a six foot plus character like at least it's like six foot was like the minimum that the person that was cast in this particular role is supposed to be unless that that normal actor happens to call in and you get someone from reserve and it's a friend of mine. It's actually a friend of all of ours. Uh, and when I say the height, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. And you stick a five foot one to five foot two in boots character in their place, <laughs> but don't change their costume. It is the funniest character you'll ever see in any house. So picture someone that should be six oh, foot man. to six foot five <laughs> costume put on a five foot two frame. And yeah, she had messaged me, told me exactly exactly where she's going to be. At first, I was very excited to see her kind of living one of her dreams and being a character. But on the other hand, seeing the fact that they put the same exact costume on her with zero alterations was kind of a laughing moment. Not laughing, definitely not laughing at her, but a, it was like, that's funny. I don't know how many people tonight are noticing that because they don't know what that character, this character is supposed to look like, but that's actually really funny. And that was the very first thing I texted her when I got out. And she's like, yep, that's, yeah, that's the costume. So that little, not even really inside joke, but the fact that I knew what this was supposed to look like and then knowing who was in the costume with the, without changing the costume whatsoever was kind of a highlight for me to see happen. Little French zombie. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Yep. <laughs> Look, in my opinion, you know, I'm a tall guy. Uh, I'm, I'm 6'2". The smaller the scare actor, the better, because I'm just not looking down there. That's you true. You can pop out. I mean, I've gotten, you know, trick or treat. I don't think it's a very scary maze. I enjoy the ah, maze, but that's neither it. here nor there. You just made However, me change my list. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, good. No, I was just going to say the little scare actors in there really know how to work it, especially if. Because they know you're not looking. Down right. There. That's true. Yep. <laughs> All right, Johnny, what do you have for number two? Uh, number two. Number two. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say the top five uh, moment. And this is kind of a fight for the first one, but the first one's a sappy one. So 
I'll go ahead and say that my number two night, and I have to thank you for this, was taking me to the media night for Horror Nights because that was an awesome experience, and I loved uh, seeing everybody there and being a part of that. Even though you know I was I was you know I was I was your plus one, <laughs> uh, and I and I really want to earn the ability to go through and do this from uh, for for hot seat, but but you taking me to the media night was just amazing to just see that side of everything, you know, cause we're, we're relatively new as far as the, uh, the whole media thing goes and, and just, uh, all night, man, I was so tired after that night. Man. It was just, it oh was like the God. March of doom, but it was, it was just a, one of my favorite nights of Halloween Horror Nights that I've ever had, uh, going the 10 years that I've been going. So I got to thank you for that. But that was, that was amazing to see all the little scenes and the background and the presentation and the and being walked onto everything and having like the best seating for Academy of Villains and it was just it was so 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 good. It definitely kicked off my my season really really well. So that's my that's my number two moment. Well, cool. You're welcome. And I was happy to have you. It was fun doing yeah. that show too. That's the first time. Uh, and I'm sure it, it, it had it was it was like fifty fifties. Like one, I've learned a lot in recording these shows opening night, and two, having someone that I knew well and is someone that talks about haunts with me. First time I was able to use nothing but recordings from that event, and I think that was just for the oh, betterment of that show. You, but you know what? Yeah, the the when I was belting out sunglasses at night. Yeah. Oh man, that. I didn't see that on the recording. I listened to it. You must, oh. have, you must have clipped that. <laughs> yeah, I might have cut it Damn. for time. Yes. <laughs> and that was just, that was flawless, man. That was a good time. You know, if you want to send that my way, I need a new ringtone. <laughs> uh, it was, it was like, uh, not, not to get too crazy or whatever, but it, I, I can sing a little bit. And I was just like, brah, <laughs> I was so excited to experience me up 85 for the first time. And, and I, and then, and, and I wanted that one song, just that That's one true. song. Yep. And it was just like, it was like perfect timing. So I, I got a little caught up in the moment. Yeah. So it, was, it was really good. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You were yes. absolutely. Yes. It was really cool. Nice. So there is a recording of that somewhere. There is, there is. Yep. Maybe it'll be out there in the off season just to remind everybody the show's still here. <laughs> it's own separate upload, right? Yeah. Like 45 seconds. Yeah. Love it. We'll call it like week 27. Well, after 20, you know, the everything's been over. <laughs> All right. What you got, Hunter? Gentlemen. Oh. You son of a bitch. You <laughs> left the bodies and you only moved the headstones. You only moved the headstones. Why? Why? And with that, my number two for me is the Poltergeist facade and entrance. Oh, Rounding the corner. So good. so good. Rounding the corner into that building and hearing that dialogue, which is all I wanted. I still didn't get my request to get that printed on a t-shirt for the event. I'm still holding out hope. Come on, Har Inc. Make it happen. <laughs> but turning the corner and hearing that yeah. and getting pelted with the rain and smelling mud and dirt and just looking at all the crazy shit that's going on up in the house at the, uh, you know, on the top of that pool. Perfect. Um, poltergeist is, you know, this is one that I had kind of set on for quite a few years. I'm like, ah, you know, poltergeist, it's good. Um, but I didn't feel the need to revisit it until the event. And yeah. I think we've watched it two or three times since, you know, before the event started and since. And man, I'm just having a blast with Poltergeist. I think you'll hear no disagreement that Poltergeist is probably the number one house this year. Yeah. And um, for me, part of that reason is walking in, 
seeing that facade and shaking my fists angrily <laughs> at the air while why, why is ringing in my ears. And then you get the shit scared out of you as soon as you go underneath there. So, I mean, easy, easy number two. It would be my number one if not for my number one moment being so good. I think, and I don't know that this is the only time this ever happened, but it's it's the case this year. It's it's the house is actually making watching the movie again even better. Yeah, as weird as that is to say, and it's not just I'm not saying that from a fanboy perspective. I'm saying that because the house is just so damn good. Yeah, it makes you want to yeah. see it again. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, that is a great lead-in to my number one, and this is my true number one. We are very similar in our ideas, but completely different. Well, I wouldn't say completely different houses. Different houses. Mine is not the entry to Poltergeist, although it would be if this house didn't exist this year. I am, and uh, I'm not alone in this. In fact, I think you guys are along with me, a huge fan of original content. And Body Collectors is my all-time number one, followed very closely, and I mean nipping on its heels, if not closer than that, by Scary Tales. 25, I'll, I'll, pull a, uh, I'll, I'll do a preface like Hunter did earlier. 25, when Quint and I stayed up till midnight for the reveals of the original content for Halloween Horror Nights 25, and I saw the word Scary Tales for the whole Scary Tales scream punk, I got super excited and told him how awesome it was going to be and how excited I was and yada, yada, yada. Not going to say anything particularly bad about it other than I was disappointed. And as much as they tried to improve that zone that year, which they did, it never lived up to what I expected it to be. When they announced Scary Tales for this year, I had immediately put myself in a situation where there's no way I am so excited for this. I want this to be so good that I've now overhyped it for myself. There's no way it can be as good as my my imagination wants it to be. And I already kind of walked into that house waiting to be disappointed by my own expectations. It's a moment like Hunter just described. You turn that corner and you see that facade and you see that character doing what she's doing. It was like a gigantic, we are sorry for 25 here, scary tales. And in fact, I, I am not kidding you. I just got goosebumps on my left and right arm telling you that story. When I saw the opening of Scary Tales for the first time, I was so relieved, happy, excited, and I love, love the entrance of that house and seeing it for the first time after my last experience with Scary Tales was so freaking awesome that that is the one memory I will be walking away from and holding on to probably for the rest of my tenure of Halloween Horror Nights was walking into Scary Tales in Halloween Horror Nights 28. Oh, man. So good. Yep. So good. It's by far the best facade this year. I think so. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's yeah. so good. Those uh, I did 360 photos for the, uh, mm-hmm. for the, the facades and – Man, it just looks so good. It's yes. just I can't, I can't wait to to live there. <laughs> like I like what I might do is I might like put on like my Google like headset or something like that, and just pretend that I'm in the house. And the same thing with Poltergeist too, for the facades. Yeah, yeah. So you take it one step further, just like chain yourself to one of the stone pillars. <laughs> like, yeah. no, you're not taking this down. November fourth no. at like three a.m. Mm. No, I'm still chained to Maelstrom, so it ain't going to work. <laughs> hey, oh. I was going to say Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. save Bill and Ted. Oh, God. Oh. All right, Johnny, what do you have for your number one here? Oh, man. So, once again, this is purely selfish. 
Um, I would say that my absolute favorite thing about Halloween Horror Nights 28 is the fact that I get to walk into a damn store at Halloween Horror Nights and buy something that shall be created. Yep. That, is, that is my absolutely favorite thing that I can do this year. It's so cool to see like her prints in the prop shop. And you can buy them, and I'm three for three so far. Yep. <laughs> and I need you to buy the next one because I'm going to be out of town. Okay, you go. So I'll give you I the money. But I mean, you know, and, and and kind of going back. I mean, Shelby and I, we've been friends for a while, and you know, she she was kind of in a rough spot, kind of leading up to the horror night. So Shelby, if you're listening to this, I'm glad you kept your head down and you, uh, you know. She got through it because it is so cool to see her scare acting and having her art available. Uh, you know, everybody's, you know, I know that she doesn't like the spotlight sometimes, but it's so cool. And I know that at some point Shelby's going to be at the end of a house holding a clipboard or a damn walkie talkie <laughs> or designing a house or designing characters or costumes or something like that. And to be a friend and not only a friend, but a huge fan of Shelby's and, and to seeing, seeing, Finally, things come together, and for her to take that that first step, that is the most endearing, special thing that I think Halloween Horror Nights has, has ever done for me as a person. So, yeah, yep, I couldn't agree so more. Good. I mean, when I saw the first, I mean, I she, I saw the pictures of the first print, and when I when I saw the first print, I I couldn't help but message her and tell her how proud I was of yeah. of her her perseverance, her talent, and how proud I was to be a friend of hers. And if anyone's wondering where she's been, I think it's pretty evident now why she had to step away from the show for a little while. And it couldn't be. And I put this on Twitter. It could not be for any better reason right. at all. So very proud of the work she's done. Very proud to be her friend. And we're and we're all three of us are lucky to be friends with her and have done these shows with her. Yes. So buy her prints. Buy her. If you want, she got a Vamp eighty five shirt. Uh, buy the stuff, support Shelby. I, 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 not, you know, not that I didn't expect great things from her in the exactly. future, but, yep. but I, I'm, I'm so glad that I was there. Yeah. You know? right, yep. That's the cool part is I was, I was at ground zero when Shelby blew up. Yep. I guess. So <laughs> I love you. Love you, Shelby. I hope you feel better. That's my yeah, number exactly. one, my number one moment. All right, Hunter. Okay. Now I'm, I, I wanted to hear everybody's, but since you made it a point to let us know, you've methodically numbered your your list. I'm really curious what your number one is. And you got to understand, I love doing lists. I <laughs> really? I didn't it. know. Okay. I, I blame my background on in my old home show, the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. We did all sorts of lists. We did the top five bathrooms of Universal Orlando Resort, if you want to oh find that at some point. <laughs> nice. My number one for me is uh by the way it's Gotham Gotham's restrooms <laughs> they're <laughs> supremo um <laughs> seriously though um number one moment for me is actually I'm going to visit a little house towards the back of the park called Slaughter Cinema and the finale scene of Slaughter Cinema revolves around a big furry beast and no I'm not talking about Kenny Marcellus I'm talking about <laughs> the swamp yeti I only laugh because the I know Kenny <laughs> I have this moment listed as the pinball scare featuring Swamp Yeti. And that is because I went boop, boop, boop all the way out of this house. There are three Swamp Yetis in this scene. There's the one as soon as you enter who had me running towards the exit. Then you had the one right before you exit. And then there's the one when you think you're safe. He hits you again. Yep. The audacity. And, you know, 
I almost said where he was. I don't want to spoil it, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, he is uh, terrifying, quite frankly. And if he pops out at just the right moment and you make eye contact, but not really eye contact because he's quite a bit taller than you, unless, you know, you're uh, someone of significant height, uh, really scary. And I don't, you know, really get scared that much in the Halloween Horror Nights houses anymore. But holy cow, terrifying the first time. Mm. And being able to hit every single one of those, great. I love Slaughter Cinema. I love the finale scene in this. I think the Swamp Yeti is a big part of that. Nice. Yeah, that Swamp Yeti. I was so happy to get him in my face because we're. this is a completely different set of episodes having to do with Halloween Horror Nights coming up. But the beers I made for our Halloween Horror Nights week when Quinn is down here, one of them is such a funky idea of a beer it's like i need a equally funky sounding character and i saw swamp yeti is like i'm naming my beer my beer swamp yeti and that's the kind of that's one of the, of the 13 that's the beer i've latched, latched onto i got facetime with each swamp yeti in my first run through i was like i'm so happy with my decision for what i did this year mm-hmm. so very exciting yes swamp yeti is pretty damn awesome yeah i love slaughter not to go on a soapbox but <laughs> slaughter cinema i could easily see maybe even migrating to my favorite house of this year. I, I still think Poltergeist is the best, but my favorite might be Slaughter Cinema. And that's because everything I love about horror movies is in Slaughter Cinema. But Swamp Yeti, you know, he's he's doing a lot of work. Not all the work. Yeah. But man, he's really <laughs> pushing this house really high up there for me. Right. Okay. So now I did make some honorable mentions as we went through this. And I'll give mine first. And actually... I speaking talking dead exposure made me think of your show, Hunter Grim Ooh. grinning host. And because I actually did stop not as long as you guys, but I did stop behind one of the, uh, I'll call it the immobile <laughs> characters it, or uh, basically a prop inside there and stopped for a second. Went, what's this guy's problem? Went, oh, okay. So actually thanks to your show. That probably gave me the idea to realize what I was standing behind. <laughs> well, I'm glad because it happened to two of us on that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what it, yeah. Actually, I saw one of the scare actors in that maze did tweet out. Someone was actually complaining on the Halloween Horror Nights page that they got stuck behind a mannequin for about a minute and a half before two <laughs> team members had to <laughs> that's remove them. Time. And that's why it was at the bottom of their list. Uh, and um, personally, I think it's amazing. Dead exposure oh, yeah. keeps Yep. Uh, another another one. Another. Uh, this is probably a more. I wouldn't say uh, it's a more personal thing. This isn't something. Unfortunately, everyone's going to be able to do. But I think actually a lot of people listening will be able to do this. I'm at the point now where I'm going through houses with friends who are pointing out other friends as characters who I hadn't been able to get in touch with yet. Now at this point, I think I'm caught up, but in the beginning of the season, I actually would catch up with people and they'd be like, Oh, did you know so-and-so's in this house? No, I didn't. We go through, they get the, their set list and they point them out. So it's, it's been really cool to be making, I guess making friends is the point of this, but making more friends and experiencing the event and getting to catch up where everybody is Sooner than later, and usually by the end of the year, maybe I know where what everyone's done and where everyone's been, but it's been much faster this year because that that uh, circle of friends keeps growing, which is which has been fun for something like this. And then when you said trick or treat, this is the one I was trying to think of. This should have been on my top five list, but I already made it up. This should be on there, though. I'm not going to point out where, but I will say the first time I saw Sam disappear, I was like, whoa, 
Mm-hmm. How did that just happen? Yep. That is it's freaking a, cool. It's a perfect scare. Yes. It's one of my like it's probably one of my top three just scares. Um really, really cool effect yep. they're doing there. It's one of those things I don't want to say it's like I've seen it all. It's it's more the fact of I'm always there's always something new that they're doing. And this was like, holy crap. I don't know that I have that figured out. I have an idea, but damn, that's cool. That was really cool to see. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Real cool <laughs> get there. Um, yeah. If, if I can throw in an honorable mention, if that's okay, sure, yeah. I was going to say walking through carnival graveyard opening night and having barrels chalked at my head. Oh yeah. That was pretty high up there. I'm, I'm sad to say, or I'm sad to realize that they're gone. I now. know. I know. That they'll probably be coming back um, in a different form, but mm. earnestly chucking those barrels, that made an impression. Absolutely. Yeah, that was cool. Yep, I'm glad I got to experience that. Yeah. <laughs> what about honorable mention? And the dive-bombing clown. The what? Yeah. The, I, I, I call him the dive-bombing clown in Poltergeist. Oh, He's back, yeah. but he doesn't go down anymore. Oh, oh, interesting. You got any honorable mentions, Johnny? Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I was lucky enough to get ripped apart by Chucky. That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chucky, we were wearing our, our shirts and, uh, and, uh, Chucky called us out for being YouTubers. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I, I, probably one of my favorite things and it just never stops to never, never ceases to amaze me. That chapel that they have. Oh God. Yeah. Every time I walk by it, day or night, man, that that little scene is so freaking gorgeous. It man. is absolutely, and, uh, yeah. like, man, it's I've gotten such great pictures of that, and it's just I just want that in my backyard. So, <laughs> yeah. if you see a, a black helicopter come by in the last night of Halloween Horror Nights and <laughs> take off with it, that'd be awesome. You'll, you'll know where it goes. But <laughs> man, that's just so. Ah, oh, man, it, it, it's one of those things where you realize that. It's kind of a bonus piece. They didn't. They don't have to no, have that. Not at all. You know, but but them by by those little touches that they did. You know, even like the 1985 stage, just a little the the where they went a little bit extra this year really pushes uh, Halloween Horror Nights 28 to one of my absolute favorite years. So they they absolutely crushed it this year. But that that church man, it's so it's just so good. It is. Yep. Yeah. I can easily say Twisted Tradition would probably any other year be my favorite scare zone. And the fact that it's like number two or three for me this yeah, year right. <laughs> is just a testament how good I, everything is this year. Yeah, you know, I feel you there. Even houses, scare zones, everything. It's just, it's like a battle royale for it's what crazy. do I like more? I know. And it constantly mm-hmm. is in flux, you know, it's constantly changing. So I think, I, I think with Twisted Tradition, especially, we were all like, man, trick or treat, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I wonder what they're going to do next year. And then they pull this, and it's like, whoa, this is even cooler in some ways. Yeah, it's like hold my Neil's ass beer. <laughs> so, I, but yeah, it's so so good. I, Pumpkins and trees, man. I got this is the first time I timed it this well. I walked into Twisted Traditions as the pumpkins went out, and then I went through the zone, and then I stopped and turned around, and it, it wasn't five seconds. Until then, that they came back on. That's the first time I got to see them completely out and go oh, completely back on. That. that was awesome. That happened last night, actually. So, apart from all that, I have to say because I've I've been I missed mentioning this the last two episodes. Of course, uh, people actually finding me and 
taking one of my lanyards. Like <laughs> that is what I'm doing this year has been, it's, it's been overwhelming. It's, it's really surprising how many people I always enjoy meeting people that listen to the show and people that are somehow recognizing me. Cause I don't put my face out there much. In fact, my face is probably on Shelby's Twitter feed way more than mine, but I'm trying to get over that self-conscious type of deal and put my picture on there so people can find me and get the lanyards. But the people that have found me have been so nice and so happy to get the lanyard, which I'm happy to do because I'm happy to thank anyone for their support. I hadn't mentioned, I mentioned everyone's names the first episode, but I forgot the last two. I've got lanyards. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I haven't gotten one yet. I need what? next time I run into you. I don't yeah, have a button or a lanyard. I've got some in my pocket right now. Hold on. I'm <laughs> yeah. pulling one out of my, my cargo short pocket. Oh, look, it's a hot seat lanyard. It's crazy. <laughs> so let me, I wrote down everyone's names and I haven't given them the shout out yet. So let me give them quick from the past. Well, gosh, this is the third episode. Yeah, this is a combination of three episodes, I guess. So Declan, Spencer, John, Ben, Nick, Kara, Terry, Michael, Aaron, Shane, Alan, Sharon, Brian, Gary, TJ, Tammy, Scott, and James. Thank you all for finding me. Uh, we still have more to give away. In fact, since it, it went so damn well that first uh, weekend, we actually have ordered more. So I've got plenty to give away. And I know, like I just mentioned, I've been very bad at, well, one, leaving, even letting anyone know what I look like. But I, I ended up, I've been posting them as I'm headed to the event. I need to post earlier in the day when people are actually looking at their Twitter feed when I'll be there. I kind of just realized that this weekend. So I'll be a little more cognizant of getting that out there early for anyone that wants to find me and find a lanyard. In fact, my sister and I, Karen, from the show will be there and I'll make sure we We'll be there all day, actually. We'll we'll try to remember to post during the day and be a little better at that. So that's about it. But before I go, of course, since you guys were so gracious to help me out, and this was actually a lot of fun, why don't you guys let everyone know what you have going on on your shows? Johnny, you've got a ton going on, so let's start with you. Uh, we, we just hit the halfway point. Uh, of our season we just recorded episode five uh so we got our next uh, episode six tomorrow uh doing central florida haunts and then we're off on a road trip for uh, the better part of uh, five days to do some of the biggest names in independent haunted attractions like netherworld and uh, dent schoolhouse uh erebus Ooh. in michigan hush haunt and then haunted hoochie which i'm actually afraid of um so uh so that'll be fun it'll be five days then we come back maybe do a little bit of horror nights uh and then we're going to go to south florida next weekend like the weekend after that uh so and then we're going to start winding our season or at least our live uh season down so uh but yeah man haunt scenes kicking ass this year man we're uh it's going really, really good. I uh, I got to give a big shout out to Melissa. Uh, Melissa was able to go to do uh, Horror Nights uh, Hollywood and not Scary Farm. I'm super jealous. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, we're just trying to get out there, spread the good haunt word, fight the good haunt fight, and it's going going pretty well. We've had a a, a great season, just an absolutely great season this year. So, uh, as much as I love Horror Nights, I equally love the independent attractions. And uh, there's some good stuff out there. So I appreciate all the support. 
Nice. Very nice. And I, mi- I miss doing this, man. I miss being on the show. Well, you're back so now. I, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to, like, disappear. No. I just, I just, man, I, man, between work and, yeah. and Hansi, man, it's like two full-time jobs, and it's rough, you know? Yeah. Well, um, Hunter, what's Grim Grinning Ghost? I still cannot say that without taking a pause between those words. What's Grim Grinning Ghost got going on? I'll let you tackle it five times fast next time if you want to. So Grim Grinning Ghost, you know, we are a theme park podcast, but we cover a lot. So we actually want to do some special stuff because we just love Halloween. We love October. And our first episode that we're doing, which should be up by the time this episode goes out a few days later, um, it might already be out just depending on schedules, but what we're going to be talking about for our first episode of October are five random things we love about Halloween or to get us in the Halloween spirit. Ooh. So I'm around, I'm sure we're going to talk Treehouse of horror. I know for a fact, I'm talking about some Muppet show episodes. We're probably going to talk some music, some movies. We're going to come with five things that just get us in the October slash Halloween spirit. So look forward to that. And then following week, we are actually going to do a, what we call attraction showdown show, GGH versus, and we are tackling two spooky Walt Disney world attractions. We're doing the haunted mansion versus the twilight zone tower of terror. We're putting the two together in a steel cage match and making them battle it out. We've got some other fun stuff planned for October, but if you haven't checked out grim grinning hosts. I'm a little biased, but we have a lot of fun over there. Check us out. You can keep up with all that on my personal Twitter, which is at Honbrolo77. Or if you think I'm annoying, just follow the podcast. It's at <laughs> GGH Podcast on Twitter. So between, let's see, your pop culture, not only your theme park stuff, but The Simpsons, The Muppets, and what you've declared as the greatest Halloween song ever, which will be, you really need to listen to our best of five episodes. You'll be surprised of who agrees with you on that. I don't understand how you've not been involved with Neos as earlier in your life. To be perfectly honest, I'm not sure. I think it was when I put on the lanyard, I just kind I of assimilated. So, yeah. You were like one of us. You remember in like Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead yeah, Man's right, chest, yeah. he's like part of the ship, part of the crew. I think that's what happened, but, but I'm I, not 100% certain. Yeah, we'll need to talk a little more this weekend on some things okay. that have been on the back burner. But that's another episode and even another series. So thank you, gentlemen, of course, for joining me tonight. Karen will be here next week. We are going to, my wife, knowing my obsession with lanyards, had bought me the Amulet of Fear days before the event started because she wanted to make sure she's presented that to me. We're going to take that around, give it its fair shake, probably talk about her reaction to the event next episode. That's definitely coming next week. So until then, thank you guys again for joining me. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz internet entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.